Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast. Today we are starting 1 John chapter 1, and 1 John has a great starting message for us, and it would really benefit all of us, and also make sure you stick to the end of this video because I have a special surprise for all of you guys, and I think you will really enjoy it. So, let's get right into it. Okay, we're going to start by reading the first little, uh, I think it's called like a monologue, I don't know, the little page before, um, you guys can see right here, I'll get it up close. Sorry for you people listening on the actual podcast itself, but I can just describe it to you guys. It is the book, it is a page before the actual um, new start of the chapter, and here is what this, there you go, Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Ooh, I just tore a page. Yikes. And this little thing here, it says, whom did God inspire to write this book? And that is John, a disciple of Jesus, who wrote this book. This is the first of the three apostles. He also wrote the Gospel of John and Revelation. To whom was this letter written? This book is a letter John sent to Christians everywhere. So this is for all of us. John wrote it for us. Okay, when was this letter written? John probably wrote this book about A.D. 90. So, 90 years after the death of Jesus. So, how did... First John show us God's love. The book of First John tells us of God's love in the most explicit terms. God is love. John chapter 4 verse 8. It also explains what love is. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. First John chapter 4 verse 10. The wonderful result is that we love because he loved us first. First John chapter 4, verse 19. What special message does this book give to us? This book motivates Christians to love God and each other by reminding them how richly God has loved them first. So, um, what are some important teachings in this book? Christ came in the flesh. Christ has forgiven the sins of the world. God's children love others. God's children are what we are. Love comes from God. So if you guys want to, well, I, I hope that you do, I would like you to go and comment something that you have learned, like an important teaching that you have seen in the Bible and you have learned from that and it has helped you out because that would be interesting to see what you guys have learned because when I talk to people, they all have their own like little verse or uh, message they found somewhere. And that is where uh, they have seen improvement is through that little point, that little verse. So uh, it'd be really cool if everyone just had their own little things there. So if you want, go ahead and comment. That'd be cool. Okay, so let's start this out with just talking about John for a second. And John wrote this later in his life, later on down the road. And he... When he was a disciple of Jesus, he was about 15 or 16 years old, and he was the youngest of the disciples, and I just learned that the other day. That's pretty cool. But 15 or 16, that's crazy. That is, like, really young. But he's kind of, he's a beast for that. So, okay, yeah, that's just a little information here, but let's just start the reading. We're going to, um, there's, like, three different little sections I'm going to read. I'm going to read the first. I'm going to break it down. Read the second, break it down, read the third, break it down. It just works out the best that way. So let's start the reading. 
1 John, chapter 1, the word of life, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we have seen it and testify to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Okay, so we're going to stop there. And I'm sure that some of you guys were like, what did you just read? Because it was a lot of like uh, a bunch of weird wording. You know what I'm saying. So anyway, that's okay because... I had no clue what it was about first. I had to look it up. And it was John talking about God. But John was saying here that the man Jesus, God inside of a man that he followed, touched, saw, felt, experienced, appeared to him in a man form. And now this is him proclaiming his word. And he testified it. And he is now doing this so we can experience what he experienced. And that is him showing us. I think that is very interesting because um, it just, that is him explaining everything about why he is actually doing this. But here's something that you need to know. It kind of relates to apologetics. So people will say Jesus never said, I am God. And he never came out and was like, I am God, you know. But here's what he did do. He spoke of the Father, and he related to himself as one with the Father. And when he would say the Father in heaven, he was speaking of God. So that would mean that he is the Son of God. And then here is a verse that he said, So that all may honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. John five twenty three. So what he is saying there is that he is equal with God, and people didn't like that. So that is one reason why they wanted to crucify him, because they said that he said that he was God. So obviously the chief priests, I guess not obviously, they would do that. I don't know why they would. But it would be very hard for the chief priests to believe that God is right in front of them and revealed himself to them. Now we know a little bit about what John is speaking about and what he saw and felt. And so let's continue the reading. And now you know that information. So now let's read a little bit more. Walking in the light. This is a message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Okay, so I hope that little uh, explanation of what John was first talking about helped you understand this a little bit. Uh, because it helped me a ton, uh, like an insane amount. So anyway, God said, what? sorry, sorry, John said about God that the message to us is that God is light 
and in him there is no darkness. So if there's anything going on in your life right now, that's not God. That is the devil trying to tear you down because the devil came here to kill, steal, and destroy. He is he is evil. He wants to drag you down and take you down and hold you down because he wants you to fail like he did. But we have the advantage because once we are saved, we cannot be plucked out of God's hand. So if we walk in the light, we have fellowship with one another. What does this mean, though? If we walk with God and obey his commands and do what he said, that is like that is like walking with God. Like you actually do what he says and obey him. Repenting is a way that we can do that. We need to repent of the sins that we are doing and walk away from those and walk in the light instead. The Bible is like an owner's manual for life and we just need to we just need to do what it says and then we can have fellowship with one another. And one another means with God. So we need to be able to keep our heart and mind on God in all situations so we can walk with him. So our phones, I think, are very distracting. Very, very distracting. Same with computers and television. If you want something on your phone that can help you stay away from things like that, you can get the prayer app. That's all it says is prayer app. And prayer app is a powerful packed tool with simple and impressive features that would enrich your spiritual experience and draw you closer to Jesus and other believers. Best of all, you can capture and share prayer requests and praises with friends and family worldwide. So when I am on my phone and I see the different things on my phone and I see one is relating to God, that's just a little like reminder. So this would be a great thing to have on your phone uh, just for a little reminder. And also you can just, it can be a daily habit for you. So that is called prayer app. If you guys want to go check that out. Okay. Now I'm going to read the last little paragraph in this chapter. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word has no place in our lives. Okay, if any of you out there, any single person listening, thinks you are not a sinner and that you sin, you are lying and deceiving yourself. And if you claim this, you are making God out to be a liar because that's what he said. So if that's that'd be a lie right there. So if you think you're not sinning, you're wrong, you are. But here's the cool thing about all this. If we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of all unrighteousness. You might ask what this means. So it'd be like going into your room and just talking to God. We don't need to confess it to our friends or anything. We just go into our room and have like an open, honest conversation with God and just speak what is on your mind. Just, you have those thoughts, like your mind is 
always thinking about something, always. Just start speaking what is in your mind and just just see what happens. Just confess your sins to God and he is faithful and just and will forgive you. But here's the thing. Once he gives you that new life and that new train of thought, you need to continue to walk in light and repent. Because if you just keep going back, it's just you're just stuck in a rut. You just need to break free and then walk in the light. So that is the takeaway for the day. You need to walk in the light. So it's time for me to reveal the special surprise. And that is a $100 giveaway. And I'm not going to tell you what the what the thing actually is, but it's a $100 value giveaway. And for you people listening on the actual podcast itself, the just the audio version, you can come over to YouTube or to Instagram or Twitter, any of them, and I'm sure that you will see the little posts about the giveaway. And um, if you can't find it, it'll be just a little, you can just look up the John, first John, whatever. Anyway, for you people listening on YouTube, what you have to do is subscribe, like, and comment. And that's all. You people listening on the audio, you can go to Instagram, look up In God We Trust Podcast. Um, it's, there's a little post there for the giveaway. You like, comment, share. Uh, I hope you guys listen to this all the way through so you could actually get this information for this. But uh, announced sometime this week, so I hope you guys do it. It's a little fun thing we're doing here. All right. Well, have a nice day, and God bless. <laughs>